Forging Forward in February. Hello, wonderful listeners. This is our recording for the new moon in Aquarius on the 1st of February 2022. So apart from the obvious change of sun sign from sun in Capricorn to Aquarius, we've had Mercury go retrograde mid-January. The nodal axis has shifted. Jupiter's moved into Pisces. We had a volcano under the sea near Tonga, and there's much disruption everywhere. The borders here in Queensland have finally opened again. Does this mean new freedoms? The financial markets are rattling. What is going on? So let's talk initially about the new moon in Aquarius, which happens on the 1st of February, about 10 to 4 in the afternoon, Eastern Australian time. And the energy shift from Sun in Capricorn to Sun in Aquarius may mean that life has felt a little easier for you, well, at least for the next month. So let's find us find it within ourselves to adopt attitudes that are humanitarian, Aquarian, if we have not already, already done so. It is hard sometimes in the current health climate to think kindly about those who have different views to us. We need to remember that people make their decisions on the best information they have available at the time. Be kind. Love each person for the humanity within and understand that folk are scared. Love and compassion, please. Aquarian energy is great for creating inventive solutions to some of these dilemmas that are facing us. So let not the health dilemma overshadow the important adjustment globally that is occurring in or on the financial system. From the major conjunction of Pluto, Saturn and Jupiter in January 2020, that's two years ago, we have been on track for a major financial reset. But I believe there's been a massive distraction. Funny about that. Combine this with the Pluto return for the United States which is requiring them to review their values. So this world is in a challenging place with financial resources. I have found a fellow called Warren Black, he's a bit quirky, uh, from Western Australia, and I'll put his reference below, his uh, website reference below. He's got some really practical suggestions for securing your assets and protecting your finances. Money is specific for Australia, and I know I've got some listeners who are outside Australia. The principles he uses can be applied to most markets and countries. Just stay calm and take well-considered decisions in relation to your finances and resources. Remember the storm never lasts, although sometimes it feels like it will never friggin' end. Just trust that the universe or your spiritual connection supports you. It has so far, hasn't it? You're still alive. Aquarian energy is much lighter and concerned about community and sharing what we have. Governed by Uranus, this energy can be quite electric and bring us information from far out somewhere in the universe. Remember that our Earth is flying through space. It has not been before in our lifetimes. It makes sense, then, that we can pick up different energies, maybe bugs as well, 
We can also be inspired by new ideas about how we can live better and contribute more and differently to our communities. What new ideas do you want to embrace for your life going forward? What can you do to contribute to your community? We're in the age of Aquarius, and there's been much talk about this. This refers to the precession of equinoxes, where a greater zodiacal wheel is shifting from Pisces into Aquarius. We have been under the influence of Pisces energy for just over 2,000 years. And in this energy, we have been encouraged to seek outside of ourselves for power and authority. Now, in Aquarian energy, we are being encouraged to seek inside ourselves for that power. When we stand in our own power and work to be the best versions of ourselves, then we really contribute to our community. This means taking responsibility for our own decisions at all levels, our finances, our health, our education, our spiritual connection and so on. We never really needed to have another human between ourselves and our spiritual connection. But in the Pisces age, we were programmed that that what was needed. You know, we needed a minister or a rabbi or a, um, somebody else to intercede for us, a mullah. So what is your spiritual connection? It doesn't have to be religious. I know lots of really spiritual people who are certainly not religious. And so simultaneously, we, at least from the end of the Mayan calendar in 2012, we're moving from a 26,000-year male-dominated cycle into a female-dominated cycle for the next 26,000 years. No wonder we all feel confused and discombobulated. Look for the answers for you inside of you. Now, we've had Mercury retrograde, and you might have noticed that. Since mid-January, Mercury has been retrograde in Aquarius and then has re regretted, uh, regressed into Capricorn, where he is at the moment. He goes direct again on the 4th of February. In the meantime, have you had problems with communication or transport? You know, he has the reputation for disrupting communication and travel. So just a little illustrative story. I booked my daughter who had flown in from Canada um, a flight from Sydney to Melbourne. But just hours before the flight was scheduled, it was just simply cancelled by Jetstar. So I booked on Virgin. Two hours before that was scheduled, it was delayed. Oh, what do you do? You know, in those situations, it's best just to go with the flow. Know that you will eventually reach your destination. She did. So what disruptions have you noticed to your transport or communications since the 19th of January? Mercury goes direct again on the 4th of February, but not before connecting again with Pluto in Capricorn and potentially digging up some very dirty news. Don't know which way that's going to go. 
There's been a nodal axis shift. Now, what does that mean, Ev? The moon's north and south nodes are not planets, but points at which the moon's monthly path crosses the sun's annual path, the ecliptic, around the Earth. They are abstract points, but have considerable subtle power. We tend to view the south node as representing one's karma, or where you've come from, what you had in a previous life, what you've inherited spiritually, genetically, and emotionally. And the North Node is considered one's dharma, or the goals and the experiences we can reach for and stretch for in this lifetime. So every 18 months or so, this nodal axis shifts, seemingly retrograde, seemingly backwards. Two weeks ago, it shifted from a Gemini-Sagittarius axis to the Taurus-Scorpio axis. And so very subtly, the energy around us shifts. And because the South Node is now Scorpio, and because it is connecting favourably with Pluto in the next few weeks, we can expect revelations relating to dark, hidden secrets. Maybe relating to the rich and famous. Mm. There will be information released that may be shocking. But it does allow people to adjust their perceptions and therefore their activities. I mentioned in the last podcast Jupiter in Pisces. And I reiterate that Jupiter has moved into Pisces for a short journey. But it is giving us the opportunity to dream big. So I encourage you in the next month, as you finalise your plans for the coming year, to dream big goals and objectives. Don't think about how you might get there. That's the job for your angels and the universe. Just set the intention for what you would like to achieve, what you'd like to attain. The time for finalising our goals for the year and time for action starts in mid-March at the equinox. And so that's a few weeks away. Now, a week or so ago, I was unwell, like so many others in our community. It was really disappointing for me to cancel three yoga classes on the one day, but I simply could not move my body, never mind inspire anybody else. Did I have a touch of Omicron? Maybe. No, I did not run off and have a test. How would that serve me or my community? Standing in a queue for an hour and a half for a PCR test, feeling absolutely disgusting? Ah, no. I made myself some of my brew and over the two days, I sipped that frequently and slept. My body needed sleep and not much food, but I forced myself to eat small amounts of something nutritious. Remember, food is medicine. Oh my God, Omicron. Oh well, my immunity is now enhanced. How do you manage your body when it's unwell? What can we do to change the situation in which we find ourselves? How can we change, adjust, accommodate the challenging times in which we are living? Can any individual make a difference? Australia is purportedly a democracy, but with the mandates under which we're all living in this country, we're much more a totalitarian regime. 
Is that how you want to live? I believe that our national apathy has enabled controlling energies to infiltrate our society. We were comfortable. Lots of food on the table, sheltered in comfortable homes, and mostly without too many challenges in life. Then comes along the global health pandemic. Ooh. The people suddenly comply with directives that reduce and compromise individual freedoms. Whoops. How did that happen? Do we want them back? How do we get them back? What future do we really want for ourselves? Now, this is a global issue, but here in Australia, we have access to the ballot box and have the power to influence the political process. But we have to do something. We have to take action. There is a federal election pending in the next few months, and we can make our voices heard by becoming involved in the political process at our local levels. To date, our government has been dominated by two major political parties with slightly different agenda. You know, if we elect enough candidates from minority parties, it will force the governing process to change as there will be no clear majority for any one party or coalition. Clive Palmer is funding and supporting candidates for most electorates. These candidates come from a variety of independent platforms and they are advocating for the freedom of the people and are still focused on putting people first and not their own well-being. Is there a local candidate for you whose policies appeal? Can you support this candidate in any way? Now this may mean advocating for them or campaigning for them or helping at election time. Clive Palmer may not appeal to you for a variety of reasons, but I encourage you to look past the man and consider what he's trying to achieve here. Whatever your political affiliations, become involved in the process and be responsible for taking action in your community. If we work together, we can adjust the direction for the people of our country. Now, if you're not living in Australia, you will have political processes open to you too. Get involved, have a say, take responsibility for the direction of your country. Now a little Australian story. On Australia Day last week, I supported Louise to become an Australian at the local community hall. It was a brief ceremony which embraced about 50 people from all over the world becoming Australian. The local Lions Club offered refreshments at the end and gave each candidate a banksia to plant as a commemorative gift. We went back to Louise's home where there was lamb on the spit accompanied by baked potatoes and salads, a nice Aussie meal, followed by lamingtons for desserts with some meringues as well. Lots of drinks and good cheer on a raining, cool evening. I felt very, feel very privileged to have been invited to attend as each candidate could only bring two people with them. So it was me and her eldest son. 
witnessing her become Australian. Our country, Australia, is populated by people who have come here from elsewhere. Over 60% of Australians were either born overseas, like I was, or who have parents, who have parents who were born overseas. This country has afforded opportunity to so many folk over its history. And these folk have together built this country we have come to love and enjoy. Please review your place in this wide brown land and step up to maintain our freedoms to become better versions of ourselves and continue to support the growth of our country at whatever level you can. Do you value your inheritance? As we sang our national anthem, I am reminded that we are not currently, as the anthem suggests, we are not free. This country is not as attractive as it once was. So let's all get involved in the political process and put that right. Just a little, little gratitude. I am very grateful to be able to teach yoga on the beach. That's when it doesn't rain. At the community centres and at the detox clinic. My students continue to value the power of breathing techniques to keep them calm and allay anxiety in these challenging times. If you're interested, I have lots of yoga classes on my YouTube channel. Now, just to finish off, this new year, the 1st of February, is also the Chinese New Year. And it's a year of the water tiger. For the first time in many years, I've booked a Chinese New Year dinner going out somewhere. I'm looking forward to that. So 2022 is the Yang Water Tiger Year. Yang Water is connected to flowing water, river or cloud. The tiger is a symbol of power, prestigiousness and loneliness. Tiger cannot get along with many animals. I'll put a reference on these notes for you to check out more for the Yang Water Tiger. So to finish up, have a wonderful community-minded month. Find ways to get involved in your community and finalise your personal plans while, for 2022 while Jupiter is still in Pisces and helping you dream big. Bye for now.